1: Castology
2: This is Castology and I'm one of your Castologists, Saints C. Weber, here with my fellow Castologists. Next to me at the table. Harry George Wallace. Diagonally across from me at the table.
0: britney Taylor hetherington
2: How are we all? Uh we're doing okay. We have had a Don't uh, speak for me, Harry. A brief little no.
1: hiatus because, you know, some of us haven't been
2: okay. That's uh, I,
1: yes, I am coming off the back of COVID. Oh. Um, so if, if I cough, you are uh, allowed to have an instinctual flinch reaction based on the fact that I won't see it and can't get offended. I very rarely have uh, an instinctual flinch reaction. I just judge you. That's fair. That's, yeah. I'm very used to that. I'm a very a stoic person.
0: legitimately drank from Harry's glass, so I now view myself as a superhuman.
1: Yeah, on the day I got COVID, I yeah. think, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember just seeing the message and I was like, my stomach fell. And I was like, <laughs>
1: but you got through it and he, you clearly have the superior immune system.
0: Thank you. I'm inbred slightly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's on record forever. <laughs> <laughs> <just> a,
2: uh, <laughs> should, should we explore that further or distract uh, it by talking about podcasts? Sli-
0: slightly. I was just going to say on my dad's side. Um,
2: <laughs> so now you're throwing your dad under the bus. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, okay. There's there's
0: two cousins. I guess it was a small town, but, you know, I just feel like getting a bike. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can do better. And as I said to Harry about this once before, it's not even like they were hot, so I, d- I just complete judgment. I
1: completely forgot about this. <laughs> Oh, God, this has the potential to spiral for hours. We need to <laughs> yeah, get okay, into well, business.
2: I think we can save that for later. Let, let's Thank revisit you. that on, an, on another episode. Amazing. Maybe on another Getting to Know Brit episode. I have here. three
0: eyes? <laughs>
2: anyway. What we're doing here is we're recommending podcasts and reviewing podcasts that we have previously recommended. So you have all waited very patiently for the reviews of the podcasts we recommended on our last full episode. But before we get to those... Let us recommend some new podcasts for you to listen to. Um, I would like to hear first from
0: Brit. Me.
2: Yeah. What podcast are you recommending this week?
0: I have the worst idea of all time, and that's the name of the podcast and not me choosing the podcast.
2: Mm, you did say <laughs> I have the worst idea of all time.
0: Yeah, but it's just phraseology. <laughs> I should have put it on a voice. It's I've, I'm presenting the... The worst idea. No, that's anyway of all time. So,
2: <laughs> what is the worst idea of all time for those of those listeners who have not listened to it?
0: Yes. So, firstly, my description to Harry before is it's just a couple of boys being boys. Mm-hmm. Um, New Zealander uh, comedians basically listening to or watching the same movie consecutively for I believe it's a year and. Um, like that's, I think it's weekly, and they basically kind of just review how it's gone, their thoughts and feelings, as they descend into madness.
1: You know that really bad date question of, like, if you had to be stuck on a desert island with, like, a DVD player and presumably a lifetime of Ooh, AAA batteries, yes. and you could have one DVD to bring with you? It's like someone brought that to life and made it hell and made it to New Zealanders, which I guess they are stuck on an island with potential. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
2: I think... Save them.
1: Uh, because the, the premise is that it's a
2: bad movie, right? They're not watching a good movie. Yeah, that's it's like true. someone took the worst of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> subverted it. So yeah.
0: contentiously they reviewed The Matrix, and I like The Matrix.
2: <laughs> okay. I don't think that's a very controversial opinion. So... The later matrixes, matrices,
0: Matrices? Oh, uh, early. Yeah, I'm not sure what the plural form is, but um, I feel like it's a classic, but I haven't watched them in a while, so it could just be my child brain.
2: Sure. So do you like this podcast? So, you Have you brought it because you like it or you brought it because it's a fun idea?
0: I especially like the idea, I will be told. So <laughs> it's kind of like, I was like, if I did it, I'd be better. No, anyway, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, there was actually, I guess, a set of episodes that I particularly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I had a kind of fondness for it because um, I hadn't seen the movie before. It was the Sex and the City 2. And as I've said before, I love trash. I like seeing mm-hmm. the cringe. I like feeling it. It makes me feel better about my acting in all and all. In all. Um, so I'm like, my life's more together. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of uh, brittle on the line in this podcast yeah, tonight. Just I'm, laid it bare.
0: I'm an open uh, book, book, diary, <laughs> in a monologue um,
2: genealogy uh, oh no <laughs> that was good I enjoyed that
0: anyway um, but no I also watched Sex and the City 2 with my partner Tom then as well and so we just kind of really enjoyed the chaos on top of that it was, okay.
1: I feel like that would be the way to watch it to actually Absolutely. watch the movie and then realise what they've got to do every week for a year yeah and That's it was a fun. coupling And it's
0: unfortunate in that, I mean, I never actually watched The Sex and the City beyond, I guess, being exposed occasionally on TV. But I did appreciate that even though the movie was trash, the two boys that were hosting the podcast really got into it in terms of, like, justice for the characters. This is not how they should be portrayed in terms of their original story arc. Um, So they weren't just doing it for, like, cheap laughs of lol, Sex and the City. They were like...
2: I'm um, look uh, look uh, uh, not having listened to that whole season mm. uh because one movie is a whole season for them. Yes. I'm not sure whether they went into it whether like we are going to analyze the heck out of this movie. Yeah. So much as they were like, "Well, this is our 52 and <laughs>
1: what else do we have to say about this movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it does sound like it's going to be one of those podcasts that are just, it, it's about the banter as opposed to the premise. It's, it's an excuse to get people together and talk, which is fine when the people have dynamism and charisma. So I guess we'll see.
0: Maybe that's the only reason, like, their only excuse to meet up and they're both just a bit shy, but then they get on the couch, Aww. simple, you know, cuddle up, up, up with your mate. I'm
2: sure they have a little bit of charisma.
0: You'd hope so, but I've I've seen a lot of stand-up where that is not the case. I about to say, I think
1: statistically <laughs> you may be surprised.
0: I have been told at stand-up comedy things to stop trying to give them supportive heckles. You do engage an upsetting <laughs> amount. I've been to
1: stand-up comedy with you. It is... Uh, it's like, I'm funnier than you. No, it's not even that. <laughs> no, so, no it's genuinely not about it's not that. that. She just tries to make conversation.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> they ask the crowd questions and no one responds and I feel so awkward that I'm like yeah
2: <laughs> you're uh, right but anyway <laughs> anyway sure so so the podcast is worst idea of all time how long are the episodes
0: Ooh, i didn't realize there was gonna be a quiz even though it's for review <laughs> uh a, a long a long time
2: okay <laughs> you're all right. welcome so uh i was just being nice and and Asking a question to make you seem like you knew all I'm the answers. Uh, they're about half an, <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, half an hour. Yeah, they're about half an hour long. Well, I'm glad
0: someone did their <laughs> homework. <laughs> all
2: right. Well,
1: let's move on to uh,
2: let's move on to Harry's recommendation.
1: Uh, so this time round I'm recommending reply all, which if you are a podcast person, odds are you'll be familiar with. It is a very it's a seminal podcast. it's it's very influential. The reason I'm recommending it is because a it actually hasn't been recommended on this show before actually because it is so big mm-hmm. I imagine. Uh, and B because it's ending. Yeah, very recently. Uh, Very recently, after this kind of spiralling set of circumstances, which if you're a gossip-pound is uh, really interesting to read into. Tell me later. um, I will probably mention some of it on the podcast because it's interesting (laughs) content. Um, But Reply All has, for many, many years, just been excellent. Um, When it's at its best it is better than most other podcasts on the air, I would state personally. It's a big call, and I know a mm-hmm. lot of people won't agree with that, but there are just some phenomenal episodes, um, just including things like following uh, a hacker, uh, somehow retracing the call. So what it is, let me let me give you an outline mm-hmm. of the podcast if you are not familiar. It is a show where a couple of tech journalists uh, explore the ephemera of the internet. So they will go through and they will do things like super tech support where someone comes to them with an issue that is really odd and no one has been able to solve it. Like they keep hearing this one Elvis song on the radio and the radio is not broken, but it's on repeat. For example, this isn't real, but it's the kind of thing that they do. And they have to go and figure out why this particular thing is happening and it usually devolves into some kind of wonderful story that flows along very very well Uh, and one of the best of these that I really enjoyed was where they called the hacker back they were trying to do an over the phone scam and they traced the call location and then called back the company pretending to be other people in business and like (laughs) went down the rabbit hole tracing this hacker company and like trying to figure out how it worked and then they flew to I think Mumbai in India, and went and met the people who ran the hacking company and like went through the internal mechanisms wow. of how these hacking companies work. <laughs> That's
0: dedication.
1: And it was phenomenal. And they got into some really interesting circumstances where they were like, Are we about to be murdered by the Indian mafia? I don't know what the equivalent of the Indian crime gangs who run I hacker channels. I think it's called it a mafia. Yeah, it's a mafia. It's a yeah. mafia, I guess. Yeah. Um, you gotta so yeah.
0: dedication to that, like the follow through.
1: Um, well, they're investigative journalists um, in a sense, and they, they do a very good job when they're at their best. So I, yeah, I, cannot, think, yeah. I think we can call them investigative journalists, just yeah. full stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. agree. Uh, but reply all is excellent, and yes, it is coming to an end. Um, should I talk briefly about why that is? Or? Yeah, if you would like, or you can save it for next week, like either one.
0: I can't handle not knowing, you have to tell me. It can't handle <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Yes, fair. Um, so it's really interesting with Reply All well, basically uh, they were doing this show about um, a magazine I think it's called Bon Appetit um, I believe so yes yeah and there was this reckoning within the Bon Appetit company about systemic racism um, oh. and things that had gone wrong just in their general um, company layout and other facets I'm going to have to abridge this a little bit because mm. I don't remember all the details uh, but what happened was they aired this investigative episode about what was going on at the magazine and then a bunch of people from the company uh who runs reply all which is gimlet media were like hey this also happens with us maybe look into your own house before you start throwing stones and it became a big thing and it ended with one of the of the host of the podcast, Resigning. uh, And they filled it with um, another host recently come on board, Emmanuel Joji, who is an excellent podcaster in his own right. Um, But I think it just never had quite the same energy and it slowly wound down and eventually they've decided to call it a day uh, and pursue other projects. Um, But certainly worth looking into if you're interested in uh, modern affairs and journalism. So it was a Bon Appetit magazine called The Test Kitchen. The Test Kitchen, Mm. yeah. And
2: it was one of those situations where like – uh, who watches The Watchmen? Where they uncovered something that they themselves were actually doing,
1: and yeah, okay, how do we? What do we? Happens now? Yep, uh, sort of things. And so it's, so. it's it's yeah. quite an interesting. If you want to listen back to the recent episodes, it's um, it's interesting in its own right. I would recommend checking it out.
0: So does that mean that their solution to finding similar issues was to purely just run, or was that person not directly involved in?
1: Uh, it was more of a, um, a mere culpa moment, yeah. Okay. So like- they they tried
2: to own up to it and fix the problem, uh, but basically it, that that kind of just was it, the
0: stained the record type thing. Or? Yeah,
2: it was just it never had the same. Uh, energy that it had before, and because they they kept coming back because there was this kind of feeling of like, well, they did this, and so they lost a, a lot of fan base, yeah, um, and stuff like that.
1: And, um, yeah. and the other thing was a lot of what makes the podcast great in its um in its highlights is the energy between the two hosts. Yeah, uh, and one of the hosts resigned, so it, it kind of just, despite how great Emmanuel Joji was, uh, it just didn't have the same appeal that a lot of people came to it for rest yeah. in
0: peace i wonder what it would be like if hosts took over and it just didn't have the same <laughs> vibe badly we'll never find
2: out yeah we'll never find out <laughs> i'm recommending the drilled podcast Yay. um so from those two quite light hearted uh entries i want to say uh drilled is a true crime podcast about the climate crisis <laughs> and clean energy uh so it is a little bit angry-making. I'm going to put that out there first. Love that, love that. <laughs> uh, it's very sciencey. It's interview-based. Mm. Um, and it it is, I'm going to say, a little dry. They don't tend to talk down or popularise a lot of their language. Um, so it is...
1: Such a condescending way of putting that.
0: It's for smart
2: people.
0: <laughs> uh, so if you don't have an IQ of... Yeah,
1: if you keep up. I view podcasting as yeah. a
2: very popular medium yes mm. so podcasters that don't uh don't kind of speak to the common person i feel need to be called out for people who might go to it expecting that oh, okay for sure i'm teasing <laughs> <fine>. Accessibility. Um, <laughs> that being said a lot of the podcasts that i suggest do do that because i particularly <laughs>
0: do
2: do- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. Uh,
2: are, are, are guilty of that, uh, simply because that is one of the reasons that I... the one of the kinds of podcasts that I enjoy. Um, because I like feeling superior to people. <laughs> uh, but enough about me. So it is uh, hosted and produced uh, by investigative journalist Amy Westervelt. There are some great episodes on it. Um, I think basically my recommendation is just just read back through the episodes and pick something that kind of calls to you. Mm. Um, because if you don't do that, chances are you're going to get something that you're not particularly connected to and not particularly interested in. Mm. Um,
0: I just like that. It sounds a little bit naughty. The ti- uh, just, yeah,
1: sure, okay. The
0: title brings it in and it's like, guess again, you're about to learn a thing.
1: I think if you look at the uh, cover art, you might be like, hmm, <laughs> uh, the only naughty people here are the people who fucked our planet. <laughs> yeah, and I think
2: that's that's definitely I what they're going that. for um, because, yeah, basically it's uh, trying to uncover the reasons why uh, climate action is taking so long. Yeah, sure. um okay. and both be because of uh, business interests in uh fossil fuels um, <coughs> but also business interests involved in renewable energies are uh, driving it in in ways that are for business and not for the actual actual change yeah, um sure. okay. so that's a lot a lot of that so uh definitely approach this when you're in the headspace people who have listened to podcasts on this podcast on this here podcast recommendation podcast before. I, when I say angry making this is an angry making podcast. Um, potentially. Potentially an angry making podcast. Potentially a very interesting podcast that leaves you refreshed with the knowledge that you've learned. Uh, but I found myself quite angry after most of the episodes that I've listened to.
0: It'll be nice to direct my anger in a healthy way. Yeah,
1: sometimes, so. sometimes the anger fuels you, you know. <laughs> it is
2: good when you're righteously angry and you're given reasons to be rather than just like I don't know why I'm angry but I don't like Elon Musk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a
1: paladin rage versus barbarian rage for all you <laughs> nerds out there. Yeah, that all you nerds nicely. out there. Yeah, None of them in here. Mostly, oh, it was mostly for the ones in here, let's
2: be real. Uh, so Drilled is a very popular podcast. It has been uh, received a lot of accolades in the last few years. So uh, very high production quality. Um, mm, so yeah. To me.
0: So it's been going for quite some time as well.
2: Yeah, so launched in 2017. So it's gone for five years. Was
0: there a particular, I guess, um issue that brought it them like got them started or brought it to the limelight that that it has reached the trajectory it currently has beyond just climate like crisis in general
2: uh well it started out just as investigative journalism mm. ar- around climate action um and really it hasn't changed trajectory much from there okay. um yeah. i don't think there was a particular catalyst that brought it to yeah. brought it to air it was just that this is uh what, what was her name again? Amy... Westervelt. Amy Westervelt's kind of passion as an mm. investigative journalist. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's kind of struck a chord as one of the leading voices now. Wow, uh, yeah. I will say it is part it of the Critical Frequency Network, which is a network dedicated to investigative journalism.
1: I am very excited by a lot of this. Uh, on particularly dry podcasts, I do tend to struggle a little bit, mm-hmm. but I... A, a lot of this is right up my alley in terms of the investigative journalism, the mm. storytelling uh, modus of it. Um, I'm very excited. I think I'm either going to love it or hate it. So Just I'm, use lube if I'm it's a dry. N- <laughs> What's going on today, Britt? I don't know, but I'm having a nice time. <laughs> um,
2: I'm anticipating you enjoying this mostly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm here for it. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on to the podcast that we recommended last full episode. So, last full episode, I recommended Strange <laughs> Air, a fiction podcast.
0: Ooh, yes.
1: Uh, what did you recommend? Hurry. I recommended Dungeons and Daddies, one of my favorite wisecracking fantasy podcasts. And, Britt?
0: Uh, the Midnight Gospel podcast, which is just a podcast that I kind of liked.
2: That's a, a great way of describing the Midnight Gospel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's not really a podcast. It's no. it's kind of excerpts from a podcast that was put into a playlist. I so let's start. Let's start with that. No, no, honestly, astray. a lot of people who who found Midnight Gospel on. Netflix would have gone down the exact same journey. Mm. Um, so, yeah, let, let's talk about Midnight Gospel first. What? Why did you recommend it?
0: I originally recommended it because I just found it very calming and soothing in terms of, I guess, the background tones, but it still also had that element of storytelling that I like. So I guess it discussed um, different issues uh, it, from, I guess, for instance, I think there was one surrounding uh, death um, but it was like addressed in. I was a nice... the one
2: with his mother. Yes, discussing um, her uh, diagnosis of terminal cancer.
0: Exactly, and then they even had her um, on. I guess the original podcast, not mm-hmm. not this particular Duncan adaptation. Trussell Family Hour. Yes. Yep. Um, say that ten times really fast. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just brought in interesting perspectives, and she, even though I guess it was sh- shocking, it um, yeah, it just related in a way that I thought was an interesting point of view and thought very differently to my I guess frame of mind but yeah it had that calming element while still telling me a bit of a story with a realistic element so I quite liked that
2: what did you think Harry
1: I have very mixed feelings I I think I probably needed more of a guide like I probably needed a few episodes that were particularly good to dive into Mm. so I kind of random randomly sampled a few yes and uh it hit me very much the same way, oddly enough, that um, "Welcome to Night Vale" hit me. I feel like I'm one of the few podcasting people in the world who actually doesn't like uh, "Night Vale." Something I find that interesting. <laughs> Yeah, you would not think, would you? No, you think would it'd be the think other way, way would around. around? Like it, yeah. yeah.
0: What's Night
1: vale about? Sorry, uh, about Night is a very popular um, fiction podcast, and it's kind of just this radio really? show. I've never heard of it. Scattered <laughs> out. Yeah, well, I think that's more of a youth
2: problem. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. the, con- the conceit is a uh, a community radio show set in a town of unimaginable horrors. Yeah, oh, okay. and, which I,
1: on the outset, like, I even love yeah. the premise of that. Absolutely. But it's kind of this very choppy, changey... Um, it's just, like, little fragments of story most mm. of the time, uh, from my experience of it. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. something I, I just... We've Duncan Trussell Family Hour, despite being excited for it. I just didn't find anything to grasp onto. That's fair. In terms of my interest. And I feel like there's probably something in there. I just need to zoom in on it more. But, um, yeah, I... I don't have a huge amount to say. I didn't love it.
0: <laughs> I would definitely recommend it as uh, you're in the bath, you got some bubbles, and you've got a red wine. I also just...
1: didn't find it very relaxing oh, really? because of how choppy, so changey, and jumpy around it was. I kept being ah. like a little disconcerted. I was like, "Oh, we're here. Yeah, oh right? no, now we're here."
2: <laughs> so i I think the Midnight Gospel podcast, in mm-hmm. inverted commas, definitely.
0: Give it to me straight, Doc. No,
2: it definitely <laughs> is because it takes the best parts of the Duncan Trussell Family Hour mm-hmm. and puts it into this kind of psychedelic re- relaxation ASMR yes, um, that's what space I where it's a, the the visual like the the Netflix show. It's it's very trippy, mm. um, and they kind of lean into that. And I think the Duncan Trussell Family Hour is just kind of a two hour long ramble basically ramble interview in the style of Joe Rogan where mm. Duncan Trussell got his start. So I think The Midnight Gospel is really is distills the best parts of that podcast into a new text and kind of contextualizes it in a different way, which is very interesting. Yeah. I much prefer The Midnight Gospel to the Duncan Trussell Family Hour because there's just so much content that is
0: they're just trying to reach
2: Taste. the word count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just kind of filling space mm. in right. the Duncan Trussell Family
1: Hour. See, um, for me, here's the yeah. thing: I actually I did go and listen to the Duncan Trussell oh. Family Hour because uh, that's what right. I thought was yeah. meant by Midnight Gospel podcast. So mm. maybe if I go and watch the show, so follow. there is a there is a playlist on
2: Spotify mm. of the excerpts of the Duncan Trussell Family Hour that are shown in Midnight Gospel right yeah uh and they like the episode with his mother is kind of podcast famous because he's talking to his mother about how much he's going to miss her when she dies and she's reassuring him that it's going to be okay and it's a very touching intimate thing mm. that they're that they're sharing but they're also aware that the, this is kind of a, a moment with themselves the, yeah. um okay. and it gets very metaphysical and that sort of thing as well so it it definitely i think midnight gospel is the best part of duncan trussell mm. i personally like you not a fan of duncan trussell family hour there's just so much to get through to find that kernel of
1: good thing in there that i yeah, enjoy that's the impression that's fair that enough. i got and i just yeah i like the um the kind of asmre thing just didn't yeah.
0: Do you yeah. normally find ASMR stuff quite no. grating in general?
1: Oh, not grating, but it's just not my thing.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I think I touched on it briefly uh, potentially last time, but um, I remember being in the office at work and someone was like, oh, someone, another speech path likes this. Aren't they a freak? And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, gross. Went back to my desk immediately <laughs> looked up the exact same video. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just find it quite calming. No, that's fair.
1: I think it's a good recommendation purely because it challenges what i'd usually listen to stop it and also
2: it's 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 a really weird interpretation of a podcast that transferred to netflix yeah Yeah. so it's yeah it's It's a really weird example of what podcasts can turn into absolutely um all right well let's go from that to uh dungeons and daddies
0: Double Indeed. Ds, <coughs> big old baps.
2: What, what did we think?
1: <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about it first. What, why did you recommend Dungeons & Daddies? <laughs> to recap, I love Dungeons & Daddies. It's been one of my favourite running podcasts for a long time. Uh, basically, it's a D&D podcast, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, and it's from the perspective of four fathers from our world whose sons get lost in high fantasy world of the Forgotten Realms and then they go have to go into this world and find their sons. And it's by four people... who um, most of whom I think like two or three out of the four have not really played Dungeons & Dragons before. So if you're a big like stringent rule following d d fan, it might not be for you because it is all about the storytelling and comedy and they're just consistently funny or at least I find them. So I don't think there's been a single um, episode that has failed to make me laugh at least once, which for podcasts is pretty rare for me. Um, the narrative is engaging. They all kind of have that, one-upmanship energy but in a fun wholesome way um the situations they manage to get themselves into and then resolve is always very satisfying to me um yeah i listened to it for a long long time um so yeah that's why i recommended it
0: i quite liked that they didn't try too hard and they seemed to actually genuinely enjoy each other's company yes and you get that
1: um which is like a classic. What's the it's parasocial? Para, that was exactly oh. what I was looking for. <laughs> it's a parasocial 40. experience. It is. Yeah. If you played it's
0: articulate, para- you'd be the t- dream team. If um, <laughs> If
1: you're unfamiliar with the term, it's a film and uh, it's a media term. Parasocial meaning that you empathize with the people behind the screen and you come to view them as your own friends in a kind of psycho uh, psychological. Way, um, and it's a lot of the thing, in my opinion, b- behind the success of D&D streaming, um, stuff like Critical Role is that you come to kind of view these people as, um, uh, intimately in a way, uh, and they do that very well, they have a great banter, a great connection.
0: And I guess there's a lot of D&D podcasts out there, it's one of the pretty general go to, like, what are we going to make type ones with it as the yeah. central focus, yeah, because it's so, the format
1: comes with it, right? Yeah, like, absolutely.
0: You know, um, uh, yes. I thought it was quite fun. Obviously not everyone has a dad, I do, but I thought it had enough um, of the father stereotypes at least that you would have seen in standard media or through just a parental figure in general that it was quite relatable to most persons. Yeah. Um, I really quite liked the, the female Maybe I'm biased. Yeah, playing um, the dad because she was just a gremlin Beth, of a woman. Beth May, yeah, um, playing
1: the the worst possible uh, interpretation of a stepdad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was my absolute favorite. It's um, very good. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ron Stampler is the uh, the stepdad she plays, um, the the failed businessman, emotionally detached stepfather. <laughs> um, um, Zane, what did you I think? think? So I think
2: this is a. V- one of the best examples of one extreme end of the podcast actual play spectrum, mm. uh, where this is rules light, comedy heavy, uh, and if that's what you like out of your uh, out of your role playing mm. games, listen to this. This is personally the kind that I like more than the other rules heavy kind. Mm-hmm. I my perfect role actual play podcast would be right in the middle where it's great story and role play along with actually using the rules goldilocks zone yeah yeah so this time they they kind of resort to the rules rather than like use the rules resort to the rules (laughs) is a great way of putting it it's Um, like oh um, if we must yeah uh so yeah that's the thing like it is a great uh you you feel after you've listened to a few you feel like you're in this place playing along with them laughing along with them i again i'm not going to continue listening to it for all the reasons that i said that i probably wouldn't continue listening Mm. to it i've stopped listening to actual play podcasts Mm -hmm. um but yeah this is a great example Yes, yeah. I suppose,
0: um, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, as you have been a dungeon master DM mm, quite yes. a, a bit you'd probably be very aware of, you know, if it's not following appropriate structures more so than Oh, they don't a even make a listener. conceit
1: of doing that. Yeah. They're just like, ah, <laughs> uh, we're too cool for the rules." <laughs> that, that's
2: the thing. Like uh, there there's the the rule of cool in mm. Dungeons and Dragons, which is an optional rule where if you, if everyone thinks that's cool, we can make that happen because the rules don't actually exist. We're here to tell a story. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, this is the one example of the extreme end of that game. I mm. think that's definitely better to listen to and consume than the other end because at the other end is a lot of rolling dice and doing math and, and moving things around uh, and that sort of thing. Whereas yeah. this is all theatre of the mind wonderful Uh, yeah so high high recommend for one of the one of the best Dungeons and Dragons podcasts out there
0: I too enjoyed it thoroughly
2: wonderful winner winner (laughs) All right. well I recommended the podcast Strange (laughs) Air which was a fiction podcast about the host of a show called Strange Air um, and uh, who goes missing and his daughter is trying to uh,
1: find him and do a documentary about it what did you think i love the concept so much i really love people it's like you know what we're gonna do an old school radio play awesome um complete with like poor foley work (laughs) and like a shoehorned in romance subplot um there's a and i i really love the um the americana radio show twin peaks-esque kind of cryptid vibe yeah yeah um like that's right up my alley uh I listened to all of it. Mm-hmm.
0: Me too. Big fan.
1: Um, I enjoyed a lot of it. There are a lot of things. I think it's partially because of how much I enjoyed it that it, the uh, flaws in it glared out so right, hard. Right, yeah. So um, what, what, what glared out at you? I...
0: Part of it was the acting, what, didn't you say last time when we'd touched on it briefly?
1: The acting, particularly in the first couple of episodes, it settled in a little bit, but still, like it's 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 very um, hammy, it's hammed up, mm. which is a way of doing things, but it just didn't quite gel mm. uh, with what I wanted from it, I guess. Um, and also, towards the end, uh, some of the things in the narrative just fell through a little bit for me. I just felt like I didn't come out the other end as satisfied as I would like to be. Uh, some things were really good, um, I really disliked the romance subplot which is yeah. a shame because uh, I think it could have been done well but it wasn't uh, in my humble onion I did feel <laughs> um, very bad
0: for Chase's boyfriend actually like the whole time I was like girl, what the hell? Yeah, and uh, she's this not a likeable toxic. character. <laughs> and there's ways
1: of doing unlikable characters in a compelling way and I don't feel like this was potentially one of them.
0: Was trying so hard. It just um, deeply upset me in that respect. But I otherwise really liked the Yeah, it's a lot of soft opinions telling. here, not many hard
1: opinions. Like, I, I'm not like it's bad because of this one demonstrable thing. A mm. lot it's just yeah. like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't vibe the end of it. But overall, uh, still great recommendation. Really enjoyed listening to it story-wise. Yeah. Uh, the main the radio host's voice um i forget his name um uh, Mal- s- malcolm malcolm smith yeah, malcolm smith uh is wonderful it mm. is everything <laughs> i want tones. from a radio host uh just doing that classic uh, you're listening to point five, <laughs> coming at you from the midwest and it's it's great it just it's like a warm fire uh yeah That's what Uh, I thought. What about you, Britt?
0: I especially enjoyed it. So um, when you first played it to me, because I think we were actually together in person for like the initial start of an episode, Mm -hmm. I pretty much went away and immediately started listening to it myself. Um, Again, I love having a story read to me, so that really tickled my fancy um, in private, in my... Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... mm, um, yeah, no, I pretty much listened to it every night while I was trying to get to sleep because I have trouble sleeping. Mm. Um, and I would actually say in terms of the acting, I suppose it wasn't necessarily like Oscar grade kind of performance in that uh, I guess it's there is definitely a tricky element to having to do audio only and not being able to use um, visual mediums yeah. um, when it comes to things like that. Um, but in terms of how it was presented, I quite liked it in that it almost reminded me of a War of the Worlds kind of like narrative yeah. um, or like an old 90s, early 2000s video game. Like whether it's, it's a little bit off, but it's charmingly <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I'm very excited to see where it goes next and I will consume it immediately.
2: Wonderful, yeah. And what did you think of the the, the episode structure with like a full half-hour episode and then like a shorter episode kind of filling in between? Um did it add anything to it or was it frustrating? Cause I, I liked it.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I can see why people wouldn't. Uh but I really liked it. Just the um 'cause I I, I enjoyed listening to the show that it was based on. Yeah, the um yeah. Oh what's what was the name of Strange Air. Oh, I always called Strange yeah. Air, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, <laughs> checks out. Um yeah, I enjoyed listening to those episodes almost as much as I was the actual plot pushing forward. So I was yeah. like, Oh little snippets of this, that's cool.
0: I quite like having things somewhat consistent in terms of the length because otherwise I feel like... <laughs> I am really going way too sexual today, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I feel like you're trying to get to the climax and the show's like, psych, and fucking just leaves you there high and dry and you're sad. Um, <laughs> See, the,
2: the only reason more I bought it More more to me. <laughs> ...is because if this was releasing weekly, which it originally did, mm. and there was a half-hour episode one week and then two minutes the next week, I would be... I would probably not listen to that two minutes until... Mm just before the next full episode.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's completely valid. But if I had yeah. that expectation set up for me, I'd be okay.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. I can see that. But, yeah, that's the only reason I because I thought mm. you might have different opinions. But apparently we all think alike.
1: Yeah, no, we're oh. all in sync. It's, it's almost like <laughs> we gravitate <laughs> towards people who share similar <laughs> opinions. Yeah, is that
0: why we're friends? Did we just become best friends?
1: You just assumed a lot. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I before we real friends. that anymore, <laughs> uh, let's back
2: announce what we recommended this week. I recommended Drilled, a true crime podcast about climate action or lack thereof. Uh, Britt, what did you recommend? The
0: Worst Idea of All Time, or weird abbreviation, Twiowat.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I recommended Reply All, a seminal tech investigative podcast uh, that everyone should consume if you're a podcast fan.
2: Wonderful. Uh, If you want to find us, you can find us at our home of the web, but that's not canon.com forward slash castology there is a form there that if you have a favorite podcast that you think we should listen to and maybe recommend you can fill out a form there or if you have a podcast that you would like us to listen to and maybe recommend fill out that form and send it through or you can reach out to us on social media we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on all of the big ones except tiktok I refuse. <laughs> um, i've been zane c weber here with
0: Brittany taylor heatherington
2: and harry george wallace and uh keep listening to podcasts everyone